and getting into 2020 Mills. Talking about Dragon Ball. This is true. Welcome. Wow, we just lost our guest. <laughs> oh, wait, what happened? <laughs> he just disappeared. As soon as it went live, he disappeared. He, he, he was like, That's fine. 2020. <laughs> That's fine. Well, with that said, I mean, he's back now, so we got, we got it all under control. Um, welcome back, everybody. This is episode 47 of the Lookout Podcast. I am yeah. Mills. I am here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. And we are joined here by the God, man. One half of RAOP, you know, podcast. Devin, the first blacka, time, blacka, blacka. We've, the first time we've ever been on a podcast together, and I'm feeling really good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be on here, man. I'm ready to do. How it. you been, man? How's everything? Everything's great, man. We just we just did the show in uh, Miami. Had a good crowd come out uh, for the fifth anniversary of the show. It, right. it was lit, man. Niggas in Miami look different. <laughs> I can say, how so? How so? Like, I said, because for, for everything that was going on, like the atmosphere, uh, they was like, "Well, if you, you think it's like this on a Saturday, you should see it on a Tuesday." I'm like, "I'm party on Tuesday." <laughs> <laughs> I be, I be in my bed watching Netflix on Tuesdays. Y'all be yeah. partying. Oh my god! Yeah, we heard the entire of all the shenanigans. What happened? I think um, for Mark, Mark, and I think Amp was on RSPN this, this week. Actually, yeah, he was yeah. on RSPN this week because I definitely listened to it yesterday. <laughs> so we grew yeah. from that. And any remaining shenanigans from Cyrus, who also showed up. But um, yeah, man. First of all, congratulations on five years in that live show, man. Congratulations, and for everything yeah, you guys are doing, including like reviewing OnlyFans and like <laughs> all the other incredible content that you guys are putting out on your Patreon. So, like, congratulations to you, just in general. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate yeah, it a lot. Awesome. Man. So, before we get started, um, what we like to do, especially when we have a first time guest, and we like to get everyone's kind of backstory on like how they got into Dragon Ball or how they get into anime or kind of their whole sort of, you know, ordeal of like how they got introduced to actually like the Dragon Ball as it is. Cause we all have similar stories. I know Jeff and I do, cause we're about the same age and we have like similar stories about like, yo, Tsunami, yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but, just that time the OG, yeah. But like, so what, how, what's your earliest memories of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball GT and how did you get into it? Okay, the first the first episode of Dragon Ball Z that I got into was uh <clears throat> it was an episode it was actually by mistake actually like I was just watching Toonami one day after school and all of a sudden I saw uh like the episode with Gohan when Piccolo had just took Gohan and he was uh walking with his tail he mm-hmm. learned to use his tail and uh, he had on the, the uh, Goku's gi with the, when he had the sword and uh, he was uh, right 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 yeah. He was learning how to actually. No, I take it back. Yeah, he was learning how to walk without his tail because you know it keeps that balance. Right, right. That was the episode I first saw, and after that, I just got hooked. I was hooked after yeah. that, man. And then I started it's going a... back and watching the old school Dragon Ball episodes, buying all the movies. I was, I was fully invested. In oh my God, what's your favorite movie? Do you have one? Because we haven't gone over a lot of movies on this podcast. We I still have we to. We still to. have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we intend to, but we haven't. What's your favorite movie? Uh well honestly all those Dragon Ball movies were shitty, but uh, <laughs> I have to say hands down my favorite is uh BoJack Unbound. That's my favorite. okay. Like, the top that's my number one. That's the one that made the like the most sense at the time. That's the one that made the most sense. <laughs> no, yeah, they they definitely um, do some weird stuff. Uh, trying to like, is this canon? Is this not? Is right. it just for fun? 
I was always confused. I was. I, I, I just, <laughs> I'm just now starting not to be confused with the whole Brawley movement that they're doing. That's the only mm-hmm. one that I'm that I that does not confuse me. Like, okay, this it is canon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. They definitely got. It. I feel like they heard all of our complaints about past movies making that one. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Some well, of those movies kind of... is a doorstep holder. Yeah, yeah, they kind of, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, they kind of retconned everything pretty much. I mean, Broly wasn't canon before. Then they included like, oh, this could probably make us a bunch of money. Um, let's make a whole fo- feature length movie about it. And now, because it is now, there's another new saying that at any time they could introduce, even though they're not. Because if you're reading the manga, it's like, what the hell is going on? Right. Um, yeah, I have no idea what's going on with the manga. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm reading I'm, it every every month, but it's just like, uh, when are they gonna? We're biding yeah, time. Yeah. We're in like yeah. big. This what? feels like an arc within an arc. It no, that manga like... is. It worries me for when the anime comes back because I was telling Mills that like, when we start, you know, reviewing the the new episodes whenever they come, I feel like it's gonna just how the manga is. It's like unless they're cutting a lot or they're shortening, it's gonna be long. It's I wish, gonna be long. I wish they like leave a lot of good material in there, but I know knowing their history with Akira Toriyama, his drunk ass, knowing that. Uh, it's not gonna be better than the manga. I can already see that now. From, I feel just, like just from previous, previous, previous shit. I think you can expect more filler than you ever gonna get in the manga. Like oh, a lot yeah. of conversations that you probably are definitely not in the manga, but they're gonna mm-hmm. have a whole episode about. Um, probably some like maybe like the first three episodes when it comes back are just gonna be like some silly filler, you know, shit that they normally do because that's Akira Toriyama's D's. Um, but like. I mean, we're all waiting for this to come. E- even though it's like, damn, this this is taking so long, and like we're going through the manga, and it's like, damn, Piccolo's really Piccolo really is kind of trash. Um, yeah, or at least they <laughs> they hate him. I don't know why, but they just do. Um, it's wild because because he's actually Akira Toriyama's favorite character, but he, he shits on him so much. Like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you sure? He's your favorite character. Listen, every time Piccolo is de facto leader at some point in this episode, whether it's where the androids are there, whether it's when Goku hasn't shown up yet, most times it's when Goku hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, Something yeah. bad happens to somebody every time. Oh my god, it's so crazy. Um, are there any other animes that you're like watching or mangas that you're reading or anything else? Currently, uh, manga-wise, One Punch Man, like, I, I stay dead deep on that series. Uh, I, I go back and forth with it. Uh, my Hero Academia manga. Uh, I kind of hate mm-hmm. how it's drawn, honestly. In the manga, I don't really, I huh. can't really do the do the drawings in the manga. But I do watch the show religiously. Um, oh, gosh. I'm starting to get into uh, Seven Deadly Sins. My brother just got me into okay. it because I, I, I'm old school. Like I was watching Yu Yu Hakusho. Like Yu Yu. I still watch Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu, one of the goats. One of the goats. Yeah. Yeah, I go back and watch it often. And, you know um, they're dropping a redesign too. I keep hearing that it's supposed to it's drop coming. last year. Like, it's coming, know? man. You know how it is. You know how it is. Right. These damn anime studios nowadays. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I'm back and forth also anime-wise with One Piece because, you know, it's long as fuck. So it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then one, for some reason, like a couple months ago, I just kept myself, like, going back watching the old Gundam Wing episodes uh, with Hito, mm-hmm. Hito Yui and all those mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I found it's weird. I never time. liked how those were drawn. <laughs> really? Yeah, I like I like yeah. Gundam. Gundam's like a fucking soap opera though. Was, so you got to yeah, be really it in it. It really you know? is. Um, they, yeah, soap it's, it's funny you say that because that's what I always saw. It that's what it is, is dude. Opera, yeah, it really is. Like it's a lot of killing. It's a lot of killing at the same time. It's definitely a soap opera. Yeah, don't. 
we gotta get you i mean if you haven't already with the demon slayer you know this is the most popular demon slayer is like one of the most popular things out right now i tried to watch that i really did i tried to get into it and i'm just like man it's just just get just get (laughs) just get to like just get to like mid get to like mid mid season okay i'll try i'll try to do that i'm telling you like for real just try bro like straight up straight up it's really good we wouldn't both of us wouldn't be religiously recommending it (laughs) like it is on the top of our list currently right now (laughs) i I mean yeah, the first season's over, so it's like you're gonna binge the entire thing at this point. I think they're airing it on Toonami now in English, um, so you you know, I wouldn't recommend that first. I'll probably recommend sub first. <laughs> yeah, but I'm good on English dubs at this point. Now. Yeah, like it's only, tough for me too. The only the last good English dub that I actually watched has got to be uh, what is it? Honestly, Naruto should. Putin English dub. Like if I get bored, I go back and watch the English dub on the speed through shit and I wanna read, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know what? I'm good on this too, man. I don't I don't I'm good. I don't want this. That's great because like I feel like I generally agree with you in some points and now I'm beginning to see what people say about why they prefer subs over dubs. Personally, I, I mean personally if we go long term thing, I don't care. One is for convenience, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes the voices and the music definitely does take away from the actual like intensity of the story. Like I know with like Hunter Hunter, it's kind of like that. Well, um, they they they. I feel like sometimes American di- or English dialogue is they just simplify it and they make it goofy. And like when yeah. I watch it, when I watch it in Japanese or I'm you know I'm reading subtitles, I don't miss anything. Um, and so, there's even points where like the dialogue in Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. It's comp- like when you watch the dub, it's like they'll say something that like it just it doesn't even it doesn't even sound as cool as what they said in Japanese, like yeah. what they're actually saying. My my first my first instance with that was when uh I was reading the uh the Naruto Shippuden manga and it was the uh scene where Shikamaru had trapped uh <clears throat> what that what the guy's name from the Kasuki? Hayden. He had trapped mm-hmm. him in he had trapped Hayden in that hole. And the scene was like before Shikamaru uh, lit all those paper bombs. He lit the cigarette, and then uh, the ghost of Asuma had a cigarette in his mouth. And no, no, Shikamaru had the cigarette in his mouth, and he lit it. Mm. In the month, in the anime, <laughs> in the anime, it was Shikamaru holding the lighter, and Asuma smoked it. The ghost of Asuma smoked it, and I was like, "You're like, like, why? Like, why? Why? Yeah, like, yeah, why'd you? Yeah, no, it, it happens. It happens. Like, there, I, I, like, I like Shikamaru smoking the cigarette way better in the manga. Like, I was hoping they would show that. I think the first instance I remember where I was like, "This dub ain't right." Um, it was probably even as a kid. So this is like going way, way back. It's Digimon because I was like, "Oh, okay." Not that it's not a, but I was just like. Ain't no way they saying all this stupid stuff. Like all the and the flaps, the lip flaps don't even yeah <laughs> match up with it's them. Goofy, it's goofy. They they they. You could tell they like made it. What was that? That was a Fox show. They right? made it for like really like oh these are for kids specifically between. It, it like, was Fox, wasn't it? Was that Fox? Thirteen. It was on Fox for yeah, sure. Yeah, Fox definitely yeah, were like was. let's let's goofy this shit up. Like yeah, if you, was, if you ever watch Digimon sub. It it kind of hits like a real anime sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was actually watching a, a review on like the, the past series on Digimon, and I was like, well, that's that's one of the points they brought up. It's like, well, the the English dub says goofy stuff, but the Japanese version says way more like in detail, deep shit. And I'm like, well, that's that's true because 
with Digimon, I was introduced to the uh, American version before the course, uh, yeah. Japanese version. And I actually like the American version better. Not just saying because I was introduced to it first, but going back and actually watching the sub version, I'm like, I kind of like the American version better. Like, better music and shit. They made it yeah. like, same, same thing with Dragon Ball Z. The uh, Bruce uh, Faulkner soundtrack mm-hmm. he added mm-hmm. to it. I like that better than the Japanese. I like some of the Japanese stuff. But most of the right. fights with Vegeta and all of them, with the, when they use the Bruce Faulkner, Faulkner um, soundtrack, I like, okay, I like this better. Yeah, nah, it, it definitely 100% makes a difference, like, so, so crazy. Um, with that said, we should probably start what we're going to talk about on this episode, which is we're continuing the Saiyan Saga, um, recapping all of this. The last time we got up, um, like we said, actually, it wasn't really Nappa that killed everybody. Everyone kind of, <laughs> I think Nappa killed one person and everyone yeah. died from various circumstances. They were kind of Nappa and Nappa induced. I yeah, they were just tired. Fuck, still not here. Forget this shit. <laughs> yeah, Goku's yo, clearly not coming. <laughs> speaking of, I mean, last night I went to um. There's this uh. There's this kind of nerd comic book store called Forbidden Planet in New York City. Very very popular. And I did discover that manga. I think I, I definitely posted it on my Twitter. Of uh, the one, the Dragon Ball. That time I got reincarnated as Yamcha, and I'm like, whoa! I didn't even did know this exists. Oh, I did didn't buy it because I found it on Viz. No, I didn't. Oh, you found it on Viz. Like last year, it's a good. You should have bought it, bro. You it's when that kid. It. when that kid plays a video game, get trapped in Yamcha's body, right? <laughs> Apparently so. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. Like I'm trying to. I'm, I'm just goofing it, but. Dude, I might have to buy it. Awesome, like that. If you you see Yamcha in a whole new light, that series is fucking awesome, dude. Like they really, I feel Listen. like they really like put Yamcha on the back burner, but that series brought brought it back for me. Listen, they needed to give Yamcha something because he is right. forever the infamous moment of him in that crater is just going to be remembered for the rest of time. And people and don't even, even in su- oh you no, go ahead. Him? And people don't even bring up the fact that he did help defeat the Ginyu Force when he was dead. Like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, <laughs> like, you dead. That don't count. <laughs> yeah, they was dead. Don't I don't count. even know. If, I, I can't even remember if that was filler or not. That wasn't filler, was it? It was kind of filler. It, it was yeah, like it filler like between like, okay, we're trying to get the Dragon Balls before Frieza comes. And then, oh, actually, no, it probably might have been after that. Um, no, it was probably that. We're trying to find the Dragon Balls before Frieza. And I think that intensity of all that, like, that chase of that entire, you know, the Frieza saga thing. And they just wanted to throw in something light and funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they did that battle. <laughs> I love that one, man. Um, I did. I love that battle, too. Like, see the side characters get their shine. Yeah, that was before the Saiyan yeah. took completely over. Listen... They'd already at that point taken over, man. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so, I mean, so these series of episodes that we're talking about, we're talking about pretty much, you know, the episodes from when Goku returns, and then we're going to probably cap off when Vegeta gets his tail cut off and everything is, okay. he realizes fully that everything is going awry in the worst way. Um, <laughs> but like these episodes to me, we're, I was just talking about it with Jeff. Like these are the kind of episodes that, I don't think these are the episodes where you can mark that this becomes like fully Dragon Ball Z and this isn't just like a full spinoff of Dragon Ball anymore because everything becomes so much more larger and so much more intense and way, you know, way more different than the martial arts-esque like 
uh, adventure kind of theme that Dragon Ball was. See, you like, can tell you're a true fan because only the true fans will notice that. Like from Dragon Ball, the separate between Dragon Ball, which was all like funny and like, ha, ha, ha. I mean, you might have you had a little some bit stakes, of some stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some stakes, but this shit was like, damn! Every every episode, somebody getting clapped. Like, See, yeah. <laughs> I, it's 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 important. I feel like Vegeta versus Goku, it laid down the foundation of what right. Z is going to be. You know, the, right. the powering up, the big hits, the holding the stomachs, the the beams, the you know, like all that shit is that is that's, the beams that's, are the biggest part, man. Yeah, yeah, because we saw so much of it, and we realized, oh, this is what it's about now. This is kind of the direction, and I think. That's what they kind of started doing with, with, you know, Super at the end there is defining the new generation of what the show is, you know, rather mm-hmm. now I feel like they're more into technique and Super, you know, this is more Z is, is power level and, yeah. and you know, uh, key and all that shit. So, yeah, no, the Vegeta versus Goku is extremely important because it, 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 it sets the, you know, it sets the grounds on what this series is going to be. So what I liked about every fight, like, from that point on is like you didn't know if Goku was gonna win. You was, it was yeah. really you got these strong random ass people. He was like, man, I don't know. He looked kind of vicious. Y'all saw what he did to Napa? Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah, about that because Goku arrives one of the smoothest arrivals. It's like a mix right. between like he, he comes in like a mix between like like I don't know like a mix between. Jesus, like Omarion with the smoothness, and then like friggin' as intense as like Goldberg, and like all these. He's like a mixture of so many different things when he arrives because he kind of it's like an emphatic return, but also mm-hmm. like the most calmest, smoothest, finesse ass shit yeah, that yeah, we've right. ever seen ever. He was and, confident. He was extremely confident. Oh yeah, no doubt I mean, about that. He is the only that? person. Go ahead. Oh yeah, he was right. He's the only person that was literally alive at this point that could hold. Yeah. Him. He, he's the only person who's afforded the opportunity to be able to do this kind of shit anyway. <laughs> like, Vegeta is but, never going to return in a smooth fashion and be like, yo, I'm saving shit. Um, I, I got a question for you guys. Um, sure. You know, it's something that always bothered me about that scene when Goku uh, goes to the Z Fighters. Mm-hmm. Would, would it have been faster for him to fly or is Nimbus just... Yeah, we actually, we, actually, <laughs> we actually talked about this a little bit last week. I have no idea why he made the decision to grab Nimbus. It looked like it looked like he, because remember, Nimbus ended up saving Gohan. Yeah. So maybe he just used Nimbus as like a, a tool. Maybe that's why he brought him. I don't know, man. But his ass was already I'm... fast and he had the Kyo the Kaioken. So no, he like... just ran through Snake Way, you know, and right. like an hour. So right. I, mean, I feel like, but here's what I feel I feel like he didn't want to expend any more energy maybe. because at the time, maybe. going through okay. the entire okay. Snake Way thing, he had to take a sense of being all after the fact because he was like, yo, I'm like spent from just going right. back. Like trying right. to do this as quick as possible. The man That's is like true. zooming. That's and true. so he also, was just like he, he was he was going into this fight blind because he didn't know who these guys were. So he That's probably true too. Like, yeah. save his energy. He was just like, Yeah, I don't know who these guys are, but it, it's one of the smoothest like arrivals. He comes up, like the Nimbus saves Gohan. He's there talking to Krillin, not even paying attention to this giant guy behind him. No. Um, yeah, the unawareness of who was there was the coolest shit to me. Because he didn't even at that, at that point. He was just trying to make sure, you know, his homies were good. It wasn't really about like Napa and Vegeta at that point in time. Like, okay, this nigga clearly has gotten very strong. As soon as he sees all those dead bodies, <laughs> right? He's like, all right, man, y'all niggas killing my homies. Like, he's like, damn, I reached here too late. That would have been my first. Thought. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, that was my first. Thought, like, damn. No, you know that's not what he thought. He said that he's like, 
All right, I figured so. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hold on for thirty more minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. looking at young guys like this first. nigga, super. Dead. And you know what's crazy? They they even gave him three hours to get there on top of that. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, Goku, what the hell? Damn, your body's smelling right now. Yeah, he tried. Man. <laughs> imagine, oh my god, so- just waiting on Goku like. The Saiyans giving you three hours. You anticipate, like, man, I don't even know if he'll show up. Like, bro, what the hell going on with no communication at that time? So it's Listen, like, shit. The running gag yeah. through Z is they're always waiting on Goku for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Every <laughs> arc, it's we're waiting on Goku. Goku's definitely a black um, guy. <laughs> I mean, there's too many factors, man. He's, he's, he's a black guy. Oh my God! Uh, Goku versus Nappa is one of the most disrespectful battles I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, still, um, definitely, still, definitely, still. definitely. Just, just from a standpoint of like, obviously, one is you find out that Goku, the, Nappa, who is just given like these four fighters, five fighters, the hardest time on earth. People have died trying to beat him. People have died <laughs> in his way, and then Goku shows up. Goku's standing on his head. Goku stood on his damn head. <laughs> he should have shot Goku after that. You know, he's not going to stand on my head in the middle of this fucking fight. so bro. disrespectful. Right. It's like... <laughs> it's like the worst version of the psycho crusher from M. Bison. Like he's like legitimately standing on his head and it's just like... Po- posing, by the way. Yeah. Posing. posing. <laughs> yeah. And Nep was like, what is going on? And he can't fathom it. He can't even like come to... It. He At no point in this... Because, and I think it's the same thing that eventually happens to Vegeta as well as we go through these episodes. But he's so kind of used to being unequaled when he enter when he shows up on these planets and begin to conquer things. That like just the fact that someone is so insanely getting the best of him, he just can't even like fathom it or like you know process this entire thing. Like a man is standing on his head and he's just like, "Yo." <laughs> what? What? He Yo. definitely had a lot of veins popping out his head during that fight. I'm talking about yeah. like, like rupturing veins popping out his head. Uh this entire fight brings you one of the earliest kind of memes when it comes to Dragon Ball. It is the it's over nine thousand. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which for sure. I for the f- I, for the first time, look, I mean, I was on the internet when it was a thing, so I get it. I remember, I just yeah. remember it. I remember this one. For the first, for the first the time last night. the account? No, I don't. So, the first time last like, night, I actually looked it up, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying, like, if you, like, tweeted anything, like, with 9,000 in it, there was always this account. Oh, like, it was the a account, Napa account. And it would, like, yeah. tweet you. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I used to tweet that shit on purpose just to get from that. Uh, just to that get account. it, yeah. yeah. It says, I'm going over the history of this in case people don't know, because I don't know. It's over 9,000 at this point. It started in apparently 2006. It's just become a thing now. So I don't even know if people actually realize like where it's kind of started. Um, it apparently started on 4chan. No surprise there. <laughs> um, no surprise, yeah. um, the meme reached its peak in 2007. Um Let's see what it says. It was a v- original scene was uploaded to YouTube and had 15 million views. Um, it got plenty of parodies, all these other things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's now just in the. It's like the most popular thing, and it says in most versions the scene is dubbed. In other languages, Vegeta actually says it's over 8,000. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, <clears throat> never do that either. Um, 
Um, however, in the remastered uncut Funimation English dub, Vegeta still says over 9,000 now performed by Chris Sabat. Um, it was made due to the inconsistencies with the dubbing process. The production team claimed that 9,000 fit in the mouth flaps better of the animation. <laughs> it really it uh, does. I I'm thinking it probably does. Yeah, it, it sounds, I mean, I like that one better. 8,000 just don't, it don't, it don't have the same. Nah, it don't hit the same. It don't hit, it don't hit the same. Yeah, it hits <laughs> different. <laughs> The way he pronounced that 9,000, I've never heard anybody pronounce 9,000 like that. <laughs> 9,000? <laughs> like, oh, shit, is that bad? That's bad, I'm guessing. It's bad. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Damn. I'm guessing. Man imagine crushes being, the scouter. He's like, yo, this um, is not even useful. Imagine being Napa in that instance. Like, if Vegeta shipped like that and he broke a damn $100 million scouter, like imagine, <laughs> million. imagine like, like imagine you fighting Goku like oh shit he's like that can't be right and then you got Goku smart and oh I think it's right <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> like what listen <laughs> I feel like there's every every time someone reads something from a scouter half the time is like that can't be right <laughs> I'm yeah, like, like yo. How much I'm are not, we investing in these things? Right. I'm it. not. I'm not sold to my scouter blows up. They're like, okay, he's very strong. Right, right, right. Really straight, just blew up. Like, oh, shit. oh shit! Oh my god, blows up like CeeLo's cell phone. My god, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. Like, like, uh, I don't think they ever came with a factory warranty, but it should definitely put that in the contract. Like, yeah. like yeah, it, oh it may blow god. up, reaching power levels over fifty thousand. It would blow up. Looking scouts, uh, obsolete man. They're obsolete. Listen, they are obsolete. My, my um, the entire thing. I mean, they bring it back in the movies a little bit. They're like, yo, you know, here's a scouter. You get a scouter. You get a scouter. Yeah, right. they, um, they show it has like a, a thing for Frieza. Frieza's like, give, give like them, if you're gonna be the Frieza Force, <laughs> give him a million more. <laughs> it's the it's the Rockefeller chain. If you're gonna be in the Frieza Force, you it can't is. not wear a scout. Yeah, it is the Rockefeller chain for Frieza. It's gang shit, man. You gotta rock the sky. <laughs> so I know where you at at all times. Um, <laughs> let's see. So this fight, I mean, Goku versus Nap is pretty one-sided. A couple blows, it's not even a thing. It reaches to the point where Vegeta's like Nappa. He's like trying to call him back like a Pokemon. He's like, Nappa, you need to get back here now. Um, no, he said Vegeta's like, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Yeah, I'm no, that's what he said. Napa talks his so, shit. He's like, "You're lucky. You're lucky. Vegeta, you know, doesn't want me to finish you off. He's way stronger than me. He's faster than me. Blah blah blah." Goku's like, "All right, nigga, whatever." Man. Yeah. yeah like, so, I was reading up on Napa because there's a million other things. I mean, Napa is one of those characters I've never actually Googled or Dragon Ball Wikied or anything like that. But I wanted to kind of see, try to find the context of this guy. Um, so I read it a couple of Kira Toriyama interviews. He said that usually when he would introduce, so essentially Nappa's entire purpose was to give context to Vegeta and with doing it without like narration, narration, or like trying to explain Vegeta overly, you kind of get whatever Vegeta is from the exposition and the dialogue between him and Nappa. Mm -hmm. So he says that he did that actually a lot. He did it with Bulma and Goku, so he wouldn't have to explain Goku so much. So, like, you kind of understand that Goku's, like, this hick, like, not knowing kid, but you get this, you know, this all-knowing person like Bulma, and you kind of get it in terms of reference to that. He said he did it with, I think, Whis and Beerus as well. So you kind of understand how, you know, just how Beerus is, and just, like, it's kind of like the dichotomy, the similarity, you know, the differences, actually, 
between Whis and Beerus, but you kind of get to understand that through the dialogue of those both. And this is the kind of same that he did with Nap and Vegeta. And I was like, oh shit, I never actually thought about that. Yeah, but that yeah, makes like, a lot of sense. Yeah, he didn't want to he didn't want to boggle it down with narration of Vegeta trying to tell himself or like the narrator trying to tell us about Vegeta. Mm-hmm. But instead you get everything you need to know about Vegeta and Nappa, quite honestly, from the you know relationship between both of them. Because you realize that Vegeta is uh, the fact that he has, you know, Nappa so <laughs> under, you know, his thumb like that. You kind of get to see, like, damn, he must be really strong. If Nappa's strong, this guy must be really, really strong. Sure, guys, kind of get... always strong in Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> like we noticed. Mm, a little bit, a little bit. If you if you're not counting Gildo, it's a, it's a little bit. I mean, Gildo was he had his moments. He almost killed people. Yeah, he did. He did. He almost sent the tree through somebody. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Anyway, Nappa, he's getting called back, but he's not really listening. He's like, you know what? I'm about to kill these kids. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> and he tries to shoot a beam out of his mouth, and then get- Goku uses the KO Ken for the first time that we see. And the first time I just realized this was actually last night reading this. He paralyzes Nappa, and I didn't yeah. actually like yeah. put two and yeah. two together. That shit is crazy. It's a crazy. That's a big thing for Goku. Goku never seemed like the type. So you could tell he was super pissed off at that point in time. Can't just yeah, break a man's off, back. And he knew he did it, right? Because he says he won't be fighting anymore. So it wasn't like a oops, Dang. I punched this guy, I hit this guy, I kicked this guy hard enough, and I broke his back. He knew what he did. He knew what he was trying to do, which is some real shit from Goku there, man. And he caught him on top of that. Like, don't catch me, just break my damn back. You ain't gotta <laughs> catch. You gotta break my back, then catch me, then throw me. It was some Bane Batman shit. It was some Bane Batman shit for sure. He threw a grown man after he broke his back. Like a three hundred pound man. Yeah, yeah. First of all, also Goku. Also a fifty. I mean, I've read it up. Nappa's apparently like in his fifties. Really? What? Yeah. At that point in time, and he was taking. Yeah, Vegeta was Vegeta. Man, man, I just he was a kid. I just lost a lot of respect. Nappa was a grown. I just lost a lot. Of Nappa was a grown. I mean, it, it, it. I can't look at Nappa the same again. I Not that it's bad, it, no. but I now look at him as like this really no, like man. fifty year old. Yeah, I can't but do it, man. I can't. I After the way Vegeta was 30s. treating this nigga, I thought he was his. 30s. How old was Vegeta at this point? Early twenties? No, Vegeta had to be like twenty eight. He was yeah, he's like, like he's like what seven years older than Goku. Yeah, it's like you see Vegeta as a kid. Wow. Um. You know, at various flashbacks through the freezer sock, you see Vegeta as a kid and he's being followed by actual, like, grown up adult Nappa. And, you know, the internet tried their best to kind of survive. I mean, Nappa was part of the original King Vegeta's army. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different things. So I guess the internet kind of looked it up and kind of said, like, yo, Nappa's maybe what we surmise is Nappa's actually in his 50s. And now I kind of look at it, I look at his face, I look at kind of like, he, he looks like one of those brolic 50 year olds from the gym. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind yeah. of like I, I mean, can see it. Nappa probably had a lot of respect for Vegeta's father, you know. So he mm-hmm. probably just he bowed down. He, I mean, to Nappa, we we had this conversation last week. To Nappa, Vegeta's probably still the prince, you know, straight up. Yeah. So that's why he. Well, not know. no more now that he got clapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably like fuck that guy, man. He's also like the closest to an actual ape. It's like weird. Like his entire, because when he gets mad, it's like. He 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 doesn't actually think of anything. Like he doesn't actually think of strategy or anything. All he knows is smash. 
I need to smash this person. I need to do this. Like, so it's like the most, I would compare him most like in terms of just the Saiyan, the ape kind of comparison. It's like, yo, he's actually kind of like closer to that than actually you probably all right. think. Um, but anyway, he's paralyzed through this entire thing. And Vegeta looks at him. <laughs> and discuss and discuss. Yeah. Oh God, he's just laying just there. He can't walk. Because I think <laughs> Nappa goes, I can't feel my legs, which is my, I, I can't feel my legs. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and uh Vegeta <laughs> the, No, the the funny thing is, let me help you. <laughs> yeah, man. That sounded creepy. I'm like, I don't think this is a little high. Yeah, he's like, let me help you. <laughs> hey, man. What did Nappa say? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Vegeta. Thanks, Vegeta. That's a really good voice. That's a really good Apple voice. I, I can tell you watch Bridged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Dude, I'm, I'm, I've been watching the Bridge since day one. That's my shit. I just watched Yeah, the, me uh, too, man. I watched the Goat, the uh, Cell Saga religiously. Oh, like, my God. It's so funny. Lives. Oh, my God. But he tosses them up like a pair of Nikes. And just like, (laughs) it's some and one shit. Like, he like tosses him up, does a little thing, you know, powers himself up, destroys him in the air. And that's like, that's the end of Napa. Like, he killed one of his own because he was like, yo, you're useless now. There's nothing that you can contribute to this. I think that was a very, very important moment for Vegeta. Um, Because, yeah, we kind of saw him as a a dick before that. But. We hadn't seen him in action, right? So well, we did see him blow right. up that planet. Well, I know, but you know, I'm in an action versus real skilled, you know, oh, yeah. fighter. So like, we we saw Nappa kind of handle business uh, against Goku's homies, and for Vegeta, just toss this guy in the air, blast him, and he's a friend. Well, I mean, I don't know if we want to use the term friend, but he's a he's a uh, you know. He's that's his man's. All right, they they, they probably were out. Together. Was he really though? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he I mean was they were Vegeta, but I don't think Vegeta was friends with him. True, <laughs> I'm just saying they spent some time together, man. And Vegeta was like, man, this this guy's useless. He's a useless saying at this point. There's he was no the point only one here. left. But have you guys ever played like the first Budokai? Yeah, first. Yeah. Okay, do you remember how they played this with Vegeta destroying Napa? They played it as like. Vegeta sent him out on a Saiyan's death, yeah. like an honorable death. An honorable like death. That's, like, that is how not like that in the That's not what it was, like, bro. Man, he's weak. No. I'm it wasn't honorable him. because Nappa didn't want it. <laughs> no, he definitely did. He definitely didn't want that shit. <laughs> he didn't. Want he did it. not agree to it. I feel like in order for it to be an honorable <laughs> death, it's something Nappa would have to ask for. Like, just kill me. Like, I wouldn't have mind that dialogue though. Like, to be honest, I wouldn't have mind the dialogue of Goku breaking Nappa's back and Nappa being like, "Vegeta, just kill me," because. I'm yeah. useless, but no, they they clowned he him. Definitely wanted to, he definitely wanted to live. He called him a dirty dog when he uh, blasted him. I'm yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah, that guy yeah. definitely didn't want to die. And then <laughs> Napa comes back in GT like, oh, shit, you about to. <laughs> yeah. And, and the first person he sees is Vegeta in a weird haircut. <laughs> yeah, like, and leather. Like, what the fuck? Is that a, is that a vest? <laughs> is that a vest? Oh, my, that's not saying. What the hell? This ain't, where's your armor, baby? <laughs> like, I, I got, got kids. God. I got kids. I got wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think of an alternate universe where Napa lived. And I think he is like a comedic relief kind of character if he does live like i don't think he's as important to the series as vegeta or goku but i do think like whatever he ends up being in a bridge isn't too far from what he ends up being like (laughs) actually 
like he was just like Regina, we gotta get you you know all this <laughs> you know it's over nine thousand um however it's it's just so funny like it's a, i don't think you know in an alternate world where he lives where vegeta isn't as cold and just like listen just chill here with the rest of the dead bodies until i come back yeah. um <laughs> i'm sure he becomes like you know dr brief's assistant or something say, does like, he make it does he make it as a, as a good guy i wish they would have kept him around because i could have seen napa is actually turning around some way because yeah hell, i, I could have seen him as- I, I think it would have it would have been nice to have an old ass man saying just you know who kind of turned yeah right. you maybe know maybe up every once in a while to go super probably Saiyan. would have died eventually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. down the line down the line maybe Frieza killed him or something maybe yeah. he lost um, his tail <laughs> he, he oh boom he goes to what if he's like he's stuck around vegeta leaves him on the planet he was like yo whatever we don't freaking need you and then like he becomes friends with krillin and gohan kind of has to go to namek with them then meets vegeta again and they're like yo you're hanging around with these fools now etc cetera, etc cetera. like <laughs> right some some long you know bridge. I'm gonna write that one. That's, that's why yeah. I love reading those uh, alternate uh, universe stories, like with the Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Super. Like when like if uh, it was one story where instead of Goku coming to Earth, Vegeta came to Earth, like and he did all huh. the upbringing like Goku had. That's a very interesting story. Like, I like to see shit like that. It'd be like fan 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 novels, but they were pretty good. Mm. Oh, all right. I gotta I gotta read that. Hold on. Yes, yeah, um, the young show one shit. It's uh from from there on we move on to the big battle. It's time for the big guns. It's Goku versus Vegeta. The ultimate battle of everything in Dragon Ball Z. It, it sets the stage for everything that moving forward in Dragon Ball Z. These two are cannot be separated by any means. Even when one is dead, one is longing for the other to come back, even when the other one is dead, you know. Right. They're just trying to figure out how everything they their lives become so intertwined in this moment from the fact that they're both Saiyans, even though Goku isn't fully like realizing how deep his Saiyan thing is, and it actually how much of it it actually explains, like him wanting to fight people and having great battles or anything yeah, like that. Him, his quest to become stronger is a lot due to his Saiyan blood. He doesn't fully realize that yet, but I think Vegeta also puts a lot of that into context and he explains does. a lot. Um, gives him some pride. But- yeah, yeah, both verbally pride. and contextually. Yeah, also gives him some pride. Yeah, it's both of them rub Nobody off on each other. That. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like Vegeta definitely uh, put that put that in, in Goku's heart, hundred percent. And it's a it's it's pretty much to me. I mean, we already talked about it, but this is kind of what, even if you're a casual viewer, this is kind of what defined everything in this battle defined exactly what dragon ball is for most people which if if you don't actually watch the series and if you've seen commercials you're like oh it's just screaming and shooting beams at each other which essentially is what a lot of this battle is maybe 23 percent of that battle (laughs) (laughs) the big beam battle first of all the entire kaioken sort of thing we got to talk about the, the the technique kaioken because I'm beginning to understand. I'm, I actually had to sit down and look. I was like, "Yo, without this technique, Goku's not stronger than Vegeta by he's any means." No, no, he's no, not. Not, yeah. no, definitely, he's not. definitely not at <laughs> all. Like, the technique changed everything. This fight without transforming, Vegeta definitely wins this. Yeah, it's a you know, 
There's no way that he's experienced too, though. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I don't know how far off Goku was without Kaioken, but like Vegeta just had way more experience. We got to think about it. King Kai wanted Goku to use that as a very last resort. Yeah, had to be some type of strong, like just in case he had to, just in case he didn't have to. That's true. Some type of strong. Goku had to know that you know to some extent if he was gonna use it. Right. Well, first of all, he shouldn't have told them that he could do it four times. He did it on Nappa first, though. Then he demonstrated on Nappa. Yeah, he did. He's yep. like in what, one? Just because yeah. Vegeta, one. Vegeta says, I've had someone use that on me before. I've dealt with that before, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Before. He's like, K.O. Ken, huh? I've, I've come across the counter for that. That's what yeah. Like, damn. damn. What the hell? <laughs> like, bro, where you seen this at before? You're right. Like, what oh, you, I just learned this in Otherworld. Like, how the hell you saw this face? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> He's a, the the entire battle goes back and forth. Goku and you know Vegeta are pretty well matched. I mean, they're trying to do the very like close combat type of thing to kind of feel each other out. Uh, I think Goku every time he uses the Kaioken, he gets the bet the upper hand. He starts like throwing Vegeta around, and I think that reaches to the point where once again you see like these Saiyans they can't process that people are stronger or equally as strong to them. Yeah. They can't right. process like they really don't even want to process pain like that because for them, especially in Vegeta's stage, I mean, Vegeta is like the first of all, the prince of all saints. He believes he's royalty. He believes all of that. And then mm-hmm. he's also super strong. He's like, yo, I'm not getting, I, you know what? If, if this is going to happen to me, everybody's got to die. So that's when <laughs> that's he flies up. <laughs> he flies up and he's just like, "Yo, we Galagun in this whole planet, and it's it's going to be a wrap after this." And that yeah. starts off. Shout out to Galagun, man! Shout out to Galagun, man! Such a cool move, and I feel like I I'm really upset that they decided not to make Galagun Vegeta's Kamehameha wave properly. He just stopped doing it after a while, like yeah. And then they, he, they just brought it back. as what? Super? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. And it's like, it's like, like man, it's such a cool move. Like how? Why? 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 Yeah, I don't know. Like to me, that's just, always going to be his counter to the command mail, like you said. Like that's that's yeah. just what that is. But he never really gets the opportunity to use it. I mean, his first thing is like once again, every time he feels threatened, the man just mm-hmm. shoots a ton of beams at people and just like yeah, yeah, yeah. like fuck, fuck that. Want to hit? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> um, this is Goku Kaioken and him becoming extremely buff is like the wild. I feel like he's going to get a hernia. Just off right. the strength of doing all, because he looks unnaturally strong. Dude, it, it was it was steam coming from his muscles before he powered up. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. that's a lot of heat. Yeah, it was like his <laughs> muscles. Was like, yo, you, you sure about this? Yo, you hey, sure about are, this? are you guys cool with the replacement of Gallic Gun with Final Flash? Because Final Flash is really cool. It's a great move, and oh, also man. I think Big Bang Attack is kind of dope too so i mean I, i'm not mad at the i mean it's just i really like galley gun i thought it was like perfect for him i think those moves should be like moves considered for where you got to like a big villain that you got to try to get up out of here like how he did with cell and how he did with mm-hmm. androids like he had to get them out of here so i think those were moves for for the uh, situation but galley gun should definitely be the go-to like goku with command man yeah i, I like the trunks uses it now too <clears throat> yeah it's really cool i use a lot of Vegeta shit now yeah, he I mean, the only person who trained him was Gohan, and he was like, I'm not using any of this shit because oh my god, so Goku's getting upper hand. I mean, this entire it's, it's episode 31 if you're ever interested in terms of uh watching this entire beam battle because it's first of all, 
they decide to go really all out with the animation on this one. Oh, definitely. Um, Somebody definitely got a seizure. Yeah, it's just they go in. Goku's muscles is crazy because he's like he looks like he's about to explode. Like that's how big this shit is. And he's shooting red. Vegeta shooting purple. Somehow they all end up blue. Like it's it's <laughs> this whole. They're shouting things at one another. It's like yeah, we're freaking da 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 da. And Goku, that, that's, go that's what made me fall in love with the uh, visual effects of Dragon Ball Z. Like that that whole uh, beam battle situation. That's what made me fall in love with like the. The art style of Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, okay, this right. is definitely no nowhere near Dragon Ball. A lot of foreshadowing yeah. there. It's a uh, everyone. I mean, just the just the standard of the beam. Now everything is exploding. The Earth is shaking. All these other stuff. Goku's trying to hold it off. Vegeta's trying to like, yo, I'm actually Goku's trying to hold it off for the sake of the Earth. He's like, yo, yeah, yeah. I can't let the Earth blow up. Which is why he decides I'm going KO Ken times four and almost blows his fucking arms off. He did. Like, <laughs> he got like what the hell are you doing he's like yo i did not tell you to use times four like (laughs) i didn't have a choice sir Uh, it's either that or the earth blows up so yeah that shit was so crazy it is the most it's the craziest thing at this point in the series at all just dragon ball dragon ball z everything it's one of the most craziest things you've seen in the series up to that point shout out um, to that saying armor bro that shit vegeta armor definitely vegeta armor. a lot of that armor. fight like seriously it survived a lot during that fight though that whole they fight. cut off the bottom part maybe they were just like yo let's dub this bottom part i'm not i don't feel like drawing it anymore <laughs> yeah that's what it is like it's i mean it was a weird time. Yeah. yeah i don't think like, it was like was it supposed to be like a cup it's supposed to guard the penis. That's what we thigh need. Thigh guards. <laughs> yeah, the thigh guards. Like, what the fuck? Like, thigh guards. Does that shit seem uncomfortable as fuck? Like, it does not look know. comfortable at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe that's you why Vegeta got rid of Yeah. Oh, my it, God. It had to be like, it had to mess up your, like, uh, your stamina or something. I don't know. Vegeta, Vegeta survives this, which is insane. And we're going to see throughout this entire battle, this becomes less of a uh, one-on-one battle. As you know, as much as it's survival of Earth, all this battle all ends up becoming like also a survival for Vegeta. Yeah. For, right. I like how they because, it turned on him. Yeah. It's a, at, at some point through this entire thing, it becomes survival for Vegeta because he can't realize, he's beginning to realize, like, yo, I can't put any of these guys down. And everyone else is starting to realize, like, yo, we can't put him down either. Like, what is going on here? Um, Vegeta does this little dialogue thing. I think he's getting. He's, this is the real Vegeta at this point. It is. It like, is. When he when he starts getting agitated, and he is like, "Yo, you thought this was it? Like, we can make artificial moons." And Goku's like, "Moons? What are we talking about?" <laughs> like damn sun. Like, what the hell? Yeah, he's like moons. He's yeah, like he, he still hasn't processed like. Right. That's when he realizes <laughs> that. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Yo, this whole ape thing. Oh, I was the one who killed my grand." Damn, I'm Vegeta, Vegeta, he put a lot of shit in perspective for Goku. But I'm like, but I'm like I know Yamcha them had told him back in the past, like, hey, man, you turned into a monkey. They didn't tell him, man. They didn't tell him. Remember, they didn't want him to know. That's so stupid. Like, bro. Oh, I agree. It's like, that's <laughs> definitely something you want to tell your friend. Like, I'm like, hey, yo, you Mills. Should never look at the moon. Bro. Mills, don't look at the Mills. Don't look at the moon, bro. You did it last week. <laughs> it got bad, man. Yeah, why, why, what like, happened? Nah. 
You turn to a we'll cut off his tail and we'll cut off his tail and we won't have to explain shit to him. Yeah, I don't. I don't never get why they don't why they don't cut off their tail before they grow fifty fucking feet in the air. Like, dude, you can cut it off now while he's just standing. Just cut it. They just let him grow into this damn monkey every time. Listen, every time. Listen, Vegeta, the anime for him growing into that monkey, it was uh, the great ape, the Uzaru, if you may. Um, first of all, shout out to the suit for holding up. Great suit. Yeah, yeah, again, uh, again. We, uh, yeah. Once again, that's more that's questions. The greatest ever created. <laughs> it is. It is a science that we have not figured out with Nike Tech or anything of this oh, point. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't expand. It doesn't stand like that. Oh my God! So he grows into the giant monkey. I think at this point, Gohan and Krillin, who have been sent away, are like, "Yo, something's happening," because that guy ain't supposed to be looking like that over there. Right. <laughs> exactly. It, um, so they decide, yo, we're gonna go back even to Krillin's dismay. But the whole battle between Goku and this giant fucking ape is hilarious to me. Um, yeah, just from the escaping and going through all of that other stuff and running and Vegeta getting shot in his eye like twice. <laughs> and how do, you, how do you fight something that small? I kind of feel like, I mean, I, I get the great epic. It's more of a destructive thing, you know, destroy everything mm-hmm. in your way. But, like, it's got to be pretty inconvenient to try to chase things, you know, 100 times smaller than you. Yeah, right. but he's and also very fast. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, it's very fast. My favorite scene from when he turned to a monkey was when he, Goku was about to do the spirit bomb before he could mold it. Goku and uh, Vegeta just blasted the hell out of the mountain. Like, whoa, Goku's dying and he lost the entire spirit bomb in that one moment. Yeah. First of all, the the first go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think go ahead with your question? Do you think he could have ended the fight like when he before if he would have molded that spirit bomb? Nah. I don't know. Yeah. No. I I mean I feel like that great ape shit is like I I I'd love for you know the great up great ape thing to kind of come back to some kind of extent like just because it's, i find it interesting and there's still a lot of questions about it um mm-hmm. maybe some universal shit yeah yeah you know yeah, like, yeah, I, I just yeah. i'm just curious about it you know because it, it's still a i mean it's i feel like they wanted it to be bigger than what it ended up being right because it's a part of saiyans and they kind of just washed away yeah. with the tail thing yeah. and moved on they you know got rid of it it doesn't make any so, sense probably didn't even have his tail anyway yeah yeah um so they're going back and forth through this battle. Yeah, they uh, Goku does a spirit bomb. Vegeta blasts the blasts the rock right under him. Um, also, Goku also using the solar flare. I was like, okay, turn up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he bla- he blasts the rock right under him, um, and then he stomps the shit on. <laughs> like <laughs> these, these screams are unbearable. These screams are terrifying. Yeah, they are. Um, a big monkey is jumping on your legs. It's like, how does he have that much accuracy? He's a monkey. He should not be jumping on your legs like this accurately. First of all, and then he grabs him and squeezes all of them, and I think he breaks practically every bone in his body. Yeah, um, that scream he let out, dude. It's like, oh shit, okay, this shit. Oh, that like, shriek. I don't want to see no more. Yeah, it's the most uncomfortable ass shriek that we've ever heard. Like it's like he's legitimately squeezing him to death, and like Vegeta's like, ha, 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 ha. and he's just like, "I got you now. You thought you were gonna win this one, but actually, I'm going to kill you." So he sque- squeezes him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, once again, every bone in Goku's body is broken at that point. Um, 
Gohan and Krillin come back. They try to do something. We try to see the Destructo disc being used properly for the first Finally. time. For the first time. Finally. <laughs> properly. But he doesn't get it off because friggin' this giant ape jumps in there. <laughs> I'm like, all He's right. So these, quick. these guys are fucked. They so, they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the last resort. That was the whole plan. <laughs> it just went out the window. The whole plan was, listen, we're going to do this from behind, right? You're going to distract him, Gohan. And you're going to distract him like, yo, give him back my dad, you giant ape. And I'm going to hit him with the Destructo disc. Man jumps in the air. <laughs> he cuts the through Gohan's rock or whatever. And it's like, damn. He could have made more because he had just had a Senzu bean. He, li- he had just had a Senzu bean. He could have made more. Krillin don't know what the hell he's doing. He do not know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> Oh my god. And then we get the, the infamous Yajirobe moment that pretty much if he has one thing it him. Yeah, it makes him it turns him into a legend. Yeah, oh, if oh, he has one thing ever in life, it's this moment. Oh, Vegeta has to have a hate crush on him like whenever he sees him. <laughs> he has to like you yeah. I remember that time you fucking tail. Yeah, you bastard, you fat dick. If <laughs> 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 you notice, because if you notice if you notice throughout the whole Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT series, he Vegeta never acknowledges Yajirobe after that one fight. No. He never says no. anything to him. I mean, well, I mean for good reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he gets he gets a little bit of his licks in. I think towards the after it, once he like finds Yajirobe on his own, and I think it's it's at some point where Grillin and Gohan are like either out of commission or just nothing. He finds Yajirobe and legitimately starts punching the shit out of him for like, can you cut off my tail? Like, he was <laughs> and all this other stuff. Oh my god! But he cuts off his tail and he like he scurries off. All I can remember is the bridge part, like running, running, running. Um, <laughs> but he he cuts off his tail. It's crazy. It's a like clean cut too. It's like yeah, <laughs> you, like you cut off and you could have like fried it or something. Anyway, as um, a kid, I definitely was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. It was cool. It was a cool moment as a kid for sure. He cuts off his tail and then Vegeta's like, yo. I hate everything right now. <laughs> Dude, he definitely was saying fuck, 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 fuck. Like, <laughs> back, fuck, fuck, fuck. Over and over again. <laughs> His eyes still don't work. Like, nothing. <laughs> I mean, somebody shoot me in both my eyes. I'm definitely crushing him to death. I have to. I oh, mean, it's, it's, it's logical. That recovery must have been awful. Right. Oh, <laughs> I so much pain. Uh, he shoots down. He's like beginning to realize, like, yo, this is old trash. But from here on out, like, <laughs> I mean, Goku never fights again. He stays in this one prone ass position for the rest of this fight. Mm-hmm. And yes. for the rest of the fight, now it has to be either up to Gohan, Krillin, and or Yajirobe to manage to defeat this Saiyan. And, you know, we'll go ahead. I'm about to say, shout out to Gohan. I don't think he gets enough shine for that fight because he definitely was going head to head with Vegeta where he was just scared of his homeboy not even an hour mm-hmm. ago. It's, like, that it, really the, was just an hour ago when he fought the, the The evolution of Gohan, we're going to see. But for up to this point, we're going to stop it right here. We're going we're gonna to prepare for the, you know, our next episode will be the final episode of this arc pretty much because the battle is about to end, but there's yeah, still yeah. a whole bunch of other things that happen. Crazy this. shenanigans. There's still spirit bombs. I mean, Gohan oh, has his various moments. There's another monkey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's two monkeys in two days. That's, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many things that go on throughout this entire thing. And 
It's wild, man. But Devin, we gotta thank you for coming yeah, on, man. Thank you. Oh, man, I appreciate you guys for having me on. I would love to do this again. Absolutely. Oh my god, we definitely gonna have you again because this has been so much fun. And man, it's I, I love going over Dragon Ball for these type of moments like this. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> we, all these things that we never realized or we thought were funny and then never actually considered, and all these other things. But <laughs> thank you. For coming through, man. Where can they follow you on Twitter to further harass you about Dragon Ball stuff? <laughs> I, mean, I have so many anime people harass me about shit. But uh, it's Devin Da Vinci, uh, Devin underscore Da Vinci on Twitter. Also, I have the uh, OnlyFans going on, Da Vinci's Demons, and you know, second half of uh, Random Max Podcast. Guys, check Listen. that out. Yeah, check out all of it. Random Acts of Podcast. Make sure to follow them on Twitter as well. Um, make sure to and just once again, yeah, five years. Congratulations, yeah, guys. that's incredible. Man. It, man. Real, We'd be so um, tired. <laughs> I, I don't we know about it. I don't we know about it. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. This is a lot of work, but you know, you guys are doing great things. So much props to you, man. Thank you. Um, thank you. We will definitely have you back on in the future to talk about future things. Just not even maybe in Dragon Ball, but in anime in general. Yes! We'll definitely have you back on, man. Yes, I would um, love it. But until then, this has been episode 47 of The Lookout. Make sure you, first of all, you cop the merch, rncradio.bigcartel.com. First of all, you follow the Twitter account, which is RNC Radio Live, from all things Lookout. Um, follow the Instagram as well, at thelookout.db. Um, we're putting up content. So there's stuff going up. So yes. make sure you follow it. There's stuff going up. Um, I'm having fun with a lot of different things. I'm just trying out a lot of different lists and seeing what Instagram can do and what they won't ban me for and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so having a lot of fun with that. But, you know, this has been episode 47 of Lookout. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Yo, peace.